Welcome to Down to Date. This is Quarantine Edition. Uh, Pistachio is joining us in the living room. And I also have, again, my twin sister, who oh, is my she's my quarantine buddy. Yes. Thank God you are my quarantine buddy because you're quite an awesome one, I must say. <laughs> Why, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, speaking of quarantine, um, today's episode is all about dating while in quarantine. Um and it's extremely difficult, I feel, to date in quarantine because you can't physically see the person. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, it's interesting. I kind of like it because it's a little bit fun for me. Um, I've been doing several FaceTime dates now. That's kind of how it goes. And it's just really cool getting to know the person over audio and not face-to-face. It builds romantic tension. And for me, I think romantic tension is so important in the beginning of a relationship. And maybe if you were to date in person... Uh, you get all excited and jump on it too quickly. And I mean, I would say it's fun. Like definitely, I think being able to flirt back and forth doing FaceTime is fun. Um, But this is only week two of quarantine, mind you. And for us in LA, it might, it could potentially be like a couple more months in quarantine. We're only in, in just in the beginning of this. So as someone who's like newly single myself and thinking maybe I want to get back out there in the dating world, um, that dating world, uh, you can't access it. So how do you date? I mean, I know there's a lot of dating apps out there, um, but yeah, it, it seems like dating is already intimidating intimidating um, and difficult, um, but then add a pandemic and a virus going around where everything is like all the bars are shut down, parties are shut down. You can't even go, you can't even go to the beach. No, it's interesting too, because I've been on, I've also, another thing is, you know, so you have several talks on FaceTime before uh, you meet up in person. I actually did meet up with someone in person. We need, we need to talk about Kylie's quarantine dates because okay. <laughs> not, I, I myself, I'm not getting any quarantine action, but Kylie, quite a different story. Well, <laughs> so, okay. First, I want you to ta- tell us about how you met in quarantine and it's possible you can meet someone in quarantine it was actually really funny because ken and i went to whole foods and i was talking to her in line we were joking around i was thinking well there's no way we're going to meet anybody you can't even meet someone at the grocery store because not only um is the grocery store really the only place you can meet somebody but that's like the hot spot that's a watering hole that's the hot spot there's all these people who are you know now not going to work that are kind of like prime employed gentlemen. So this is like, it opens the dating pool up surprisingly more than you think. But uh, we were joking because only 50 people at a time could go into the grocery store or less. And so you're like, well, I guess the chances have to be that exact 50 when you're in there. And we were joking it wouldn't happen. But surprisingly, there was one handsome gentleman that I happened to meet within the grocery store. And Kylie made moves. Oh, I was all about she the made moves. moves. <laughs> so it is possible yeah. you can meet someone via quarantine. Um, so sparking that relationship, having or you know, sparking like a new little love interest. Um, it's kind of like you start out long distance dating. Yeah, you do. Literally too, because you have to be six feet apart. And it's funny because because we couldn't meet up right away and we did FaceTime talks and everything, I felt we and I don't know if it was just because it was him, but we felt kind of closer right away just because it was We're in this, this together. We're in this pandemic together. Yeah, it's like, oh, I want to, like, oh, I can't wait to see you. I really want to see you. Um, you're just kind of talking, getting to know them. And it's kind of like you create this kind of connection 
um, before you even meet up, which is interesting. Um, we did end up going on a long walk, um, six, six feet, feet apart, apart uh, which also added to the romantic tension. So, yeah, I think that that it was kind of exciting for me. I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. I mean, like you said, two weeks in. So we'll see once the tension kind of gets tiring what ends up happening. But um, another thing is this is really funny is that He'll say, oh, let's just hang out, you know, just come over and we'll hang out. No, that is not practicing healthy social distancing. And I told him, I said, if I come over to your place, if we kiss, then I have to quarantine with you for two weeks. You have to realize that because (laughs) it was interesting. I've actually heard that a lot of people are quarantining it up with people they've only been dating for a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. So and there's like all these stories online talking about people who they just met each other. They've been in a relationship for a couple weeks, and now they're quarantining together, practically living together. They're the only people they have physical contact with, and that's a lot to put on a relationship. Do you think that's good or bad? Oh, I think it it definitely puts the relationship into perspective, and it makes you realize those little quirks that you can or can't deal with. It's difficult because if you've only known someone for, let's say, a week before you quarantine with them, then you're less likely to want to put up with those flaws. Oh my gosh. Well, I was cracking up because I was thinking, okay, you're in quarantine (laughs) day three and he does something that just irks you. No. You know, like maybe he like leaves a toilet seat up. He eats his chips weird. Yeah. Or he (laughs) he starts to like go into the quarantine, you know, the rations uh, excessively. And you're like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? This is the only person I can quarantine with. And now you're stuck. Like, I feel like that's that's a horror story for me. I'm like, I do not want to get stuck with somebody that I can't stand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you find out real quick what you can and can't take out of that person. And you could always break quarantine. It's better to be alone than to be quarantined with a, a lame I think, yeah. personally. And honestly, if you do start a relationship in quarantine because you can't physically see them and there's not really access to physical places where you'd normally meet up, it, it's like long distance. So you have to go through. I mean, this is technically if Which I did meet of, someone. It's kind of romantic in a way. It's kind of romantic. It is. It's kind of fun. It's kind of romantic. I'm having a fun time with it. And... Like I just, we just constantly play back and forth, you know, like right now I'm kind of dating two people in quarantine, but, um, it, each relationship is different. And I think everyone is just kind of relaxed, having fun with it and not, and it's, you know, it's a way to entertain yourself during this time of being inside. Well, in a weird way, I almost feel like I don't have as short of a, as of an attention span as I usually do. Mm-hmm. And this could be because I'm not on dating apps. Um, and usually I like to meet people in person. But I think, mm-hmm. wow, like this quarantine really makes you like hone in on focus on certain special people in your life. And this isn't just yeah. romantically. This is also with friends and family. Um, some people are just calling you that they haven't talked to you in a while. You haven't talked to in a while and they're asking yeah. how you are. I do love the increase in FaceTime calls. Yes. I really do because it kind of gives you like more quality time mm-hmm. with that person. And, and you people check in on each other because they have time to. And I think through this, we've gotten closer with a lot of our friends, a yeah. lot of people in general. And I think like it goes for the dating world. Like I feel like I really care about the people I'm talking to and I really want to get to know them. And it's like they're a friend now. It's not just so much like, oh, you're a, a sexy conquest. Mm-hmm. Like you're my friend now because we're getting to know each other. Well, there's fear. I mean, there's fear in any pandemic or anything that goes around. So I feel like that collected fear and that support with each other kind of brings out wanting to be there for each other. And in a way, relationships do get closer. Yeah. And so 
I mean, starting a relationship in a, in a pandemic might be the best recipe for a lasting relationship, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there's people in without quarantine that fall in love and get married within a year. So I feel like like I said, quarantine is going to heighten those emotions and make you realize what is actually meant to pass sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So now that there is the whole quarantine world going on dating apps, I'm sure they're just popping right now. Oh, I'm really curious. I, I haven't really been on too many dating apps, but I wonder if people are even bothering now. Yeah, because some people, the people who go on dating apps just to hook up, I mean, you can't just hook up anymore. Like maybe it's a source of entertainment and you can just talk for a little bit. But basically, it's all about the emotional. It's all about the conversations. And I find myself, too, just wanting to be flirted with, just wanting to have a fun conversation, just wanting to feel like sexy for a little bit. And I think that when you go on these dating apps, you want to have like a fun, flirty conversation. So it's not necessarily to get in someone's pants. It's just to just feel that side of you again. Oh my, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with my friends where everybody (laughs) is so horny right now. Oh, it's big. It's it's almost as if like, maybe you're not sleeping with people. Maybe you're not being physical, but the thought of like not being able to almost makes it so it's desired that much more. It's a Romeo and Juliet world out there right now. I will tell you. You can literally meet up and then it can cause you to get sick and that could spread to other people. I mean, that's forbidden lovers. That's the forbidden love. It's the ultimate mm-hmm. forbidden love. So I think it, it kind of brings out the passion in people. Oh, it does. Is what I've been noticing. Totally. I've had people, I've had guys say to me, well, yeah, you know, just come and stay with me for two weeks. I'm like, what? What guy? I mean, okay, I'm not trying to generalize all men, but in what way, like meeting in the beginning of a relationship, do you ever have a guy say, yeah, just be with me for two weeks? Like that almost feels like something that, guys would usually run away from i mean and girls as well you know it's companionship i think it's the need for companionship and i think Mm -hmm. people are recognizing wow like i didn't realize how much being around people meant to me yeah there's definitely a value in connection right now which i think is a beautiful thing and i think that's one beautiful thing that we are going to get from this i mean we have um happy hour stoop time with our neighbors from a distance. Yes. Six feet apart, happy hour stoop time. Yes. And we sit on our stoop and just talk to people, talk to each other and drink a beer or drink a glass of wine. And we're just sitting sitting there looking around um, Kendall's street and realizing, wow, this is such a nice community. I have a feel a sense of community that Mm -hmm. I haven't felt in a long time because everyone's on their phones, usually running from A to B. And now there's no B to run to. Exactly. You're pretty much, and everyone's always going to be home, right? There's, there's no one saying, Oh, I can't do a FaceTime because I have to do this or I have to do that. It's like, we know you're at home, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like that also that accountability Mm -hmm. allows people to be more, you know, just there and present as well. Yeah. We we're allowed to be there right now. We're allowed to sink into people. We're allowed to be there. We're allowed to have those discussions that aren't rushed by brunch with a client, you know? And like, I feel like I've spent a lot of time with you, especially chatting with you, dancing with you, hanging out, making, we cook every single day together. And it's proven that if you With our canned goods. (laughs) With our canned. It's proven that if you cook together, it creates bond and connection and conversation and deeper relationships. So that's a huge thing too that I'm sure a lot of families and relationships are experiencing right now. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about is... If you do find a connection with somebody, um, the new date is FaceTime. 
Kylie, you have been on a couple FaceTime dates. So break down what a FaceTime date is and how do you master the FaceTime date? Because Kylie, I would say, is a FaceTime date pro by now. Oh, wow. Well, I never considered myself a FaceTime date pro, but this is definitely feeling really good. I really love FaceTime dates. Um, First, big important rule is natural lighting. Natural lighting. You need to find a big window to have natural lighting flow in to show you a real beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I feel like all of us, we do stories on Instagram. We, you know, do FaceTime with other people. Window lighting is essential. It's so essential. It is essential. So I would say FaceTime during the day. Always during the day. Always during the day. Save the sol- the sultry text messages for nighttime. FaceTime gets another person during the day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, so how, how do you feel like you can establish a stronger connection? Because you can't see the person in person. Mm-hmm. So how is FaceTime? It almost feels like there's like that barrier of not being in person. Well, the good thing is because of that barrier, you don't rely on cute looks, kissing, touching. For me, I'm very physical and I love to touch and kiss and like hold the hand and just look into each other's eyes and have awkward silence. Like I think like, I think that's really wonderful on an in-person date, but on FaceTime, it's almost as if you're kind of provoked to ask more questions. You know, you like have a little bit, little inside jokes. And also we have a huge topic to relate to, which is the coronavirus. So we can all talk about how we're living, how we're taking it, what odd hobbies are coming up, what, what fun little activities are we doing? What do we have time for now? And I think it's actually... In general, a lot of people are realizing what they want to sink into, what they want to spend time on. Mm. And um, that's a huge conversation starter. That's a huge thing that breaks the ice. And I realize that that's a big thing that's broken the ice with, with the people I've been dating. Well, you're stripped of your like, – a lot of people are stripped of their jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are stripped of their daily routine. You have to create a new normalcy and a new daily routine. And I think yeah. we can all relate and connect with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing you were saying, I feel like because you can't have that physical touch, like I can't like physically touch you or kiss you, mm-hmm. you have to fill the space with conversation. You do. And yeah. I feel like for those of us, I mean, I'm a very physical person, you know, and yeah. I feel like having to have those kinds of conversations, um, it almost, it takes away the stress of being physical. I mean, maybe on a first date. Mm-hmm. And then it also allows you to like really dive deep and have those conversations. Yeah, it almost takes away um I just feel like it being physical, it's kind of there's a layer for women, just for me as a woman speaking, a layer of respect that I'm like, what layer of res- is it not respecting myself to go a certain uh level with intimacy, with touch, with being physical, do I kiss on the first date? There is a layer of like what am I saying about myself through expressing myself that way. So FaceTime takes takes that away completely. It takes it away. You can't be with them physically at all. Mm -hmm. I know there are those of you that are listening even right now that are having the forbidden physical contact Mm -hmm. with those love interests. I mean, I feel like there's so many people, How it it seems so irresistible. You know, you get to a certain level with someone and you're just like, I want to meet you in person. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, like you said, having that be something that might, that is, forbidden that's sexy very exciting oh it's so exciting it's super sexy (laughs) (laughs) okay also people have been talking about how this is going to be a baby boom there's gonna be a baby boom after this oh if you're in a relationship everyone's getting it on right now they're getting it on except for me and (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you who are quarantined in solitude like ourselves (laughs) yes um 
but it's interesting because I, because I feel like there aren't a lot of distractions. So I'm really curious to see, um, are relationships going to get stronger because of this? Are there going to be a lot of breakups because of this? And if you do break up, how are you going to handle it during quarantine? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's me so many elements. This is something that we've never experienced before. No. It, I, I can't remember a time when I've ever, there's been a pandemic or anything like this. I don't know if my parents can even remember anything that's been like this. So mm. I'm curious to see how this affects relationships and people and even marriages. I think the truth comes out. I think that's what's ultimately going to happen is that people are going to realize what it really is. I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. In the long run, people are going to focus on what matters to them and realize what the inner voice is saying and won't be able to ignore that voice like they usually would in the real situation in real situations I mean not real um usual situations yeah that's true I mean man and I can only imagine all the all the organizations that have to do with dating they're suffering right now Mm -hmm. I mean can't go to the movies can't go to the restaurant no sharing a soda. No sharing a soda at the movie no theater. No popcorn sharing. No popcorn sharing. I mean, but but if you think about it. Oh, Netflix and Chill is doing wonders oh, right Netflix now. Oh, Netflix and though. Chill is doing wonders. I feel That's, like you can't. Yeah. Netflix and Chill for two weeks. <laughs> Guys, for those of you who have seen the documentary Tiger King. Mm, it's a big deal. That is a big deal going on right now. I think that's probably one of the best Netflix and Chill shows right now. I don't know. I didn't, I'm not, not a huge fan of that one. Well, I mean, it's sad. Yes, it's sad. But it yeah. starts the conversation and it is just such an interesting story. It's good, it's good to get the information out there and for people to know what's going on. I, I agree. Yeah. But hey, let's, let's, I mean... It, we can talk about the Netflix and chilled shows or not even Netflix, just any kind of show streaming. The ones that we are on right now are Tiger King, mm-hmm. uh, Sex Education. That's one of our favorite Sex Education. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. That's for some comic relief in there after Tiger King. We got to put some Big Mouth in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like for the industry of watching streamed shows like that's doing that, that's like the main source also, of dating right now and also movie marathons could be a big thing too like, i haven't seen all the harry potters i've only seen three of the however many there are and my friend would kill me right now because she's a huge fan of harry potter but you can just dive in and watch all those guys right now yeah. here's interesting okay so in place of facetime what if you are in a relationship one of our friends actually just had their anniversary. Oh, yeah. They had their anniversary in quarantine. So how do you celebrate your anniversary when you can't go out? You can't go to that nice restaurant. You can't go to the movies. You can't, you know, take a walk on the beach because all the beaches are closed. Mm-hmm. So what what I thought was really, really cute is that they reenacted their first date oh. where they made pizza with each other for their anniversary. So they made pizza together and then they just watched a movie together and that Mm -hmm. that to me is so it's so sweet well you know when you really care about someone those simple moments really mean the world yeah and I feel like if you know even with you if we were celebrating our birthday just making a pizza with you and maybe doing an art project together or reading um like that would be so fun you know and i think people don't have to be super extravagant and really create huge scenarios and really distract from the real beauty that happens every day like people kind of realize oh you can have so much meaning uh, input into your life without distraction yeah i think it teaches you not to get distracted with all the crazy things you can do like the helicopter rides or the really fancy restaurants and right. um 
there's beauty in the simplicity of like a really cute, simple date with someone you love. That's actually really true. I wish I was quarantined in a relationship. This makes me me so sad. (laughs) We're together. We're together. I love being with you. And you do. You do FaceTime Joe all the time, actually. And you guys are there for each other as friends. And, like, I think there's a lot of emotion. Yes. Joe and I have FaceTimed occasionally during the quarantine. I think the one thing is – okay, the one thing is it's difficult to – when you just go through a breakup and then there's the quarantine – you, you feel like, oh, man, like what would have happened if we were in a relationship during this quarantine? And you start to think I could be that safety for you. You could be that safety for me. And to not have that, it makes going through a breakup that much more difficult. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it does. Um, I know a couple friends who are going through breakups right now during the quarantine. And a handful, I feel like at least yeah, a handful of our friends have broken up before quarantine, at least five different people. So yeah, exactly. it's interesting to kind of feel out how that goes. It's, and I've been kind of... Um, listening on like uh, your guys' conversations and how it feels to, you know, have that love and then all of a sudden kind of be so independent during this time with no mm-hmm. distractions, that creates a lot of strength in my opinion. Like I think best case scenario for you to um, find your own power is this situation. Yeah. And I feel that with you. Mm-hmm. I see that in you. Well, I, one thing I will say is that quarantine brings people together. Mm-hmm. I think it brings your friends together, your family together, people that are love interests together, surprisingly, um, and also exes together. I mean, all, all these people who have really important places in your heart, you band together and you find safety and comfortability in that connection. And mm-hmm. if quarantine has taught us anything, it has taught us to cherish the connections that we do have because yeah. That is what's essential to our survival. Yeah, there's no pettiness really. Like I, f- I find you and Joe's friendship really thriving and just growing and becoming a step deeper because of this. Because there isn't something you guys could – it's not like a – there's no pissing contest in a way with you guys. There never was with you guys anyway. But um, I have better quarantine food than you do. <laughs> <laughs> My quarantine meals are better. Joe's got quarantine uh, piece of sauce, I'm sure, that outbeats ours. But he can't beat our salads, so. That's true. Um, but no, I, I see that you, it really does kind of put you guys in a place to create a incredibly strong friendship. Well, I think more so because you're forced to kind of be by yourself with your small group, you do a lot of self-reflection and it, quarantine without the busyness of the world going around and a lot of things in standstill. I feel like I've been doing so much more self-reflection on what I want, who I am, and maybe even just appreciating that freedom even more. So when that freedom does come, mm-hmm. man, you I, I think there's me so many people just going out and exploring and exercising in nature and um, taking advantage of the world because the world has kind of been taken away from us. There's me a lot more yeses. A lot more yeses. Yeah. No one's going to say no to plans anymore. They're like, please, yes, I'll go to your aunt's sister's birthday. Like, I. (laughs) It's so fun right now. Yeah, right. I'm like, I'll go to a potluck, please. You know what's also very interesting? I know we talked about this is that not only saying yes to opportunities, but in this quarantine, you might have a second, um, people that maybe weren't so keen on jumping in and dating before might say yes to a second attempt to trying it out because they're, you're not really meeting a lot of people right now. You're not really well, it like... It the dating pool. It, does, it, it really does shrink the dating pool. And I think that people are kind of looking into things that they might have looked over before. Yeah, I can definitely... I actually, I, I could 100% agree with that because there is no going out. There is no finding new prospects. And even if you are on dating apps, maybe because there is no 
time and you can actually meet in person. Maybe people don't want to waste their time with that. Mm -hmm. And so they're reflecting back on people they actually know in like their smaller group and maybe finding connections through there. Um, So I'm interested to see how that how that statistic plays out throughout the quarantine as well. Yeah, people are taking time with each other again. And I think that, um, you know, it's definitely a big perspective for me because I'm the kind of person that might jump a little quickly sometimes. So um, I've been able to sink into certain people and really dive into who they are. And um, like I said, like focus on friendship first uh, without intimacy. And it's been really eye-opening and I've really enjoyed it so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, before we end our podcast today, um, everyone, please be safe. And although it's a temptation to go out to socialize, practice social distancing. Um, look, we all love that forbidden love. But I think now more than ever, this quarantine is only going to be going a lot longer if people disrupt it. So, Yes, social distancing is essential. And I feel like looking within during this time and also um, strengthening those strengthening those connections that you do have is really important. Mm-hmm. So everybody stay safe. We love you. And hey, we're all in this together. No holding hands, no kissing on the first date. Yeah, especially in quarantine. Or second or FaceTime all you want. FaceTime yeah, all you FaceTime want. FaceTime all no you want. No actual physical touch. Virtual kisses. Virtual kisses. <laughs> all right, virtual kisses to you guys. Thank you for watching Down to Date. Make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.